So we're sitting there and I've got about, I think it's 10 minutes of light, like shooting light left. We have been sitting on this, this area for three hours at this point. Three, three and a half, something like that. All of a sudden, I look down and boom, he's right there. Just like naked eye? Just like there he naked is. eye. <laughs> he's, he's just standing there out in the open. He was there the whole time. Yeah. We just couldn't see him because he was bedded down in some thick tree or something. Welcome to Hunting Stories, brought to you by Late to the Game Outdoors. Everyone loves a good story, and hunters have some of the best. Our whole mission is to collect and share great stories from hunters just like you to entertain and keep you motivated all year long. So, pull up a seat around the campfire, because here we go. What's up, everybody? We are, uh, I'm currently in a truck driving with my buddy Josh Kirchner, uh, coming back from scouting some spring bear spots. Uh, Josh, how do you feel? I am uh, very, very ready for the Senor Taco. Ah, yes. That we are about to destroy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, 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 like, I feel good, dude. Like, we did a lot of miles today, man. Like, that was, you know, it was a really rough country. Saw some wicked stuff. I think we came out to, I think it was 16.3 miles that we did total today. Yeah. So. Feels like that. It feels like that. Yes, it definitely feels like we did 16 miles today. So, uh, yeah, good day. Yeah, it was it was wicked getting out there. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, always good as the snow melts off. Just start, you know, January deer is over. There's like this weird little gap where maybe you chase some pigs or yep. whatever. But like, this feels like the official start of spring bear. Yes. One of my favorite times of the year. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we have some plans. There will be more stories to yes, tell. Yes, yes. Uh, but speaking of bears, Josh, I brought this little gizmo along. Uh, because I think I've actually mentioned it in earlier episodes that I need to have you on this podcast to tell this story specifically. Because uh, your fall bear last year, uh, well, it all begins with your unreliable, selfish friend who bailed on you right before the hunt, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> yes, October hunt. I was supposed to go with you. I talked about this earlier. I made a mess of my life and just could not get away. Uh, and so bailed. And then, wouldn't you know, uh, I mean, you did find a replacement for me, which hurts a little just how easily I can be replaced, but <laughs> I'll deal. Uh, but you had just an incredible, incredible hunt, incredible bear, but I don't want to give too much away. So your friend has bailed on you. You have found a replacement. You are now heading off on this hunt. What happened? Yeah, so... Uh found a replacement but replacement couldn't get there until like three days into the hunt oh man so i ended up backpacking solo into a spot that i know really well uh but i normally hunt it in the springtime i've never hunted it in the fall i've always wanted to um so this was the year this was you know i'm like i'm gonna go back back in this area it's gonna be sweet i got back in there um got camp set uh and didn't see anything that evening i was really surprised all bear hunting so for people that don't know bear hunting is very 
is, is very much about the food. You need to find the food that the bears are eating. And when you find the food, you'll find the bears. Okay, I know that sounds really simple, but that's how that's how it works. They live and die by their stomachs. So when I got back in this area, I just was not impressed with the with the crop. Like so, uh, during the fall, the bears are eating a lot of acorns and stuff, um, among some other things, which we'll get into. But uh, in this particular area, is acorns, and it's just like they're they just didn't produce that much that you know that year. So um, because of that, I was kind of hesitant on even staying there. I did end up turning up one small bear way up high in this in on the on the mountain. Um, but it was like one of those bears. It was like, man, that's a lot of work for a little bear. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so um, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go check out some old haunts. And uh, the reason I the reason I leaned that way instead of because I could have kept going further into the backcountry, right? And like had my buddy meet me back in there further. But. It's kind of going to get a little personal here, but like all year long, like one of my biggest goals for the year was I wanted to do things that took me out of my comfort zone. I wanted to, I wanted to see new places. I wanted to hunt new areas. Um, I wanted to, and, and you and I did that, you know, we backpacked yeah. into a new area during the springtime. It was awesome. We turned up, we turned up a few bears um, and I did that over and over again, basically the whole year. So by the time I got to October and I'm sitting there, you know, in this, on this hunt, I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for some familiar, <laughs> you know? So I, you, you paid your dues in the, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, and, I, and I had a blast. I really did. I had a blast doing it all, but like. Um, there's something to be said about like returning to old haunts and you know there's just like this like warm fuzzy feeling that I get you know I have they're special yeah I have so many memories in some of these areas and it's just really it's really nice to return to them you know so so that's what I did I I was like hey my buddy Cody I was like hey Cody uh, meet me over here instead man so I packed out made the drive over got my like favorite camp spot this is not a backpack hunt now this has turned into a um you know just like a nice little truck camp got my little backcountry shelter set up next to my truck um, <laughs> a backcountry truck camp yes yes <laughs> and um and uh, you know it's just like day day hunting you know hiking into an area we're still hiking a, like a way, good ways away from the road but like you know we're not we're not backpacking so um, this is an area that I'm really familiar with. I've killed uh, quite a few bears in this particular spot. And it felt really good to be back in there, man. So I uh, I get there. I, I head into a spot that I found a bear earlier in the year um, on a scouting trip. And uh, didn't turn up anything in there. It looked really good. Like the canyon looked great. The food was there. But didn't see anything so the next morning I get up and I go and check out a new uh, uh, not a new area but a different area same thing like canyon looks great water in the bottom but didn't see any bears 
So I'm like, you know what? Up until this point, I had been focusing on acorns, all right? But during this particular time of year, bears can also be on prickly pears. Bears right? and the pears, as they say. The bears and the pears thing is largely thought of as an August type type of situation, though. Yeah. And it is. Like, you, there, you find bears in the pears in August. That's, a, that's awesome, you know? But just like when you're hunting spring bears and you, you know, the bears basically what they do is they follow the grass line up. <laughs> the same thing happens with the prickly pears. Okay? The pears at the bottom, they ripen up first. And then they go up, 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 up. And they keep ripening higher in elevation later in the year. So the elevation that I was hunting, they were ripe in October. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go check that out over there. So when my buddy Cody is now there, you know, really good to see him. You know, him and I have a lot of memories in this area. And uh, we go and we check out this spot for the evening. And... We get in there, and I'm like, there is no way there isn't a bear in here. <laughs> like pears everywhere. There, I mean, the pears were beet purple. You know, the big berries on them. There's water running in the bottom of the canyon. It's big, nasty country. I'm like, this it just, just the recipe was ripe. Yeah. So we're sitting about an hour before light. Cody's looking at the binoculars, and he's like, bear. I got a bear. <laughs> Cody's never seen a bear in the prickly pears. So it, it kind of, when he saw it, he kind of, he was like kind of like, wait a minute. That looks weird. Yeah, that doesn't that's that, not what I'm used to seeing. That doesn't look right. Um so sure enough, man, I get him up in the binoculars and I'm like, wow, that's a really nice bear. Let's go. Cody spotted it. So how we do it, right? Whoever spots it gets the gets the shot, you know. So all we have to do is make this is uh, make this ridge and head down the way and uh, just kind of get in line with the bear and we'd be right across the canyon from him. Well, we get over to him and he is, <laughs> he's the, like the biggest bear I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Um, and the bear, he, he beds, he ends up, he doesn't, he doesn't give us a shot. By the time we get into a shooting position, Cody's laying down. He's got the rifle laying on a backpack. He's rock solid. Bear beds down behind a prickly pear patch. <laughs> okay. He knew. They always know. And that bear did not get up until after the sun went down. So, we're like, all right, you know, let's hike out of here. You know, and Cody was kind of worried a bit, a little bit. I'm like, don't worry, man. He's going to be in there. You know, like yeah, I, I, it's tough to walk away from a giant is, bear. It is, but if you think about it, if you look at that, you're like, okay, but why would he leave? Yeah, he like he has everything he needs right there. He's got water. He's got plenty of food. It's, it's in a nasty area. He's got, you know, he's got security. No reason to leave. And and there sure as heck isn't another bear that's going to come in there and kick him out. He's the one that kicks the bears out. <laughs> this is, this, you have found his turf. Like this bear in particular, he's just like a giant bear, you know, like me looking at him across the canyon, we're like, he, everything about him, he had all of it, all of the features of like a classic big boar, deep crease in the forehead, little tiny ears on the side of his head, 
real slow and methodical movements, big barriers that they kind of have like a like a like a lumber or a swagger people call it you know and he had he had all of it man all of it like his red boar um just gorging on prickly pear fruit and it was you know so it, so we we hiked out of there in the dark got back to camp and it was like man we're gonna go in there tomorrow morning and we're gonna shoot this bear he's gonna be in there we, so, Such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great feeling. Great, that's a great feeling to have, you know. So we, we get up, make make the make the trip over there in the dark, and get to the edge of the canyon, and we're looking, and I spot a different. Uh, well, I didn't know if it was, it was a different bear at the time, but I spot this bear walking up the hill across the way from us. I'm like, oh man, it, it, and it looked like a red bear, which is what we saw the night before. Sure. So we go, we, we get up, we get closer, and then we realize, ah, oh, dang it, it's a sow in a cup. And then quickly realize that is not the bear that we saw last night because this bear had a little bit of blonde in it, like it was like it was uh, just a different color, you know. Yeah. So we we decided we're like, ah, oh, you know what? She's right here. Let's let's film her. You know, we'll, we'll get some film of it. I filmed this whole hunt. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Endearment, so you can watch all this go down. Um, we're filming her, and then all of a sudden we, we hear a gunshot. We're like, oh, man, right on. Someone someone, someone killed a bear down the canyon. Then I see another gunshot. Did you catch that? I said, see another gunshot. <laughs> Subtle twist of phrase. Because I was looking at this bear... And all of a sudden, the dust kicks up in front of her when that when that gunshot goes off. And so there was a dude shooting at a sound cup, which is illegal. Uh, pretty much like everywhere. everywhere. I, I don't know any place where it's not legal, where, where it's not illegal. And um, you know, like things happen, right? Like you can kind of give people the benefit of the doubt. Mistakes happen sometimes. Yeah, like you know, from his angle, maybe he doesn't see the cub. Right, and and right, for, like when that bear was walking out and he shot at first, the cub was in a pinion juniper tree, like you couldn't see it, right? Yeah. But this is why when you're bear hunting, you kind of like you need to like take the time to look at the bear. You gotta watch it for a while. Watch it for a while. And watch around it for a while. Right, exactly. Look at it, you know, like, make sure there's not a cup there. Well, this dude missed probably six or eight times. <laughs> at least he wasn't a very good shot. Yes. Um, and the last couple shots, uh, the cup was standing right next to the mom. Oh, man. So it was one of these things, it was like, no, this dude is legitimately, like, he is knowingly trying to shoot a sow with a cup because the last and in and, and the last shot he tried to shoot the cub it was a foot this, the bullet was a foot over the cub's back man so just really disheartening you know what I mean like so I called um, I have a couple buddies at the game and fish and I called them and I'm like hey dude this is what happened what, do I, what should I do here and they tell me they're like man if you can get his license plate like That'd be great. So immediately I'm like, oh, we saw one vehicle parked off the side of the road when we were coming in. And it, like, that's the only person that was there. So we're like, let's go. It was like 7.30 in the morning. 
<laughs> you're bailing out of your spot and, and at seven thirty in the and morning. And we're bailing on this giant boar. Who's still somewhere in there, you would assume. Right. He's still somewhere in there. We're bailing on this giant boar because quite honestly, Cody and I were kind of disgusted. Yeah. And and we neither of us wanted to be there at the moment. You know, it was like I don't even feel like hunting right now. Yeah. You know, and so we go, dude, we get back, that dude was gone. He just popped off his shots and then ran he, out. It, so it's like he knew yeah. that he was doing something shady and he was in and out early and, you know, like just just really, really disheartening. You know what I mean? So um, wasn't able to get the license plate. So what we, we we go back down into town, grab some burritos and coffee. Kind burritos of re- and coffee you know, fixes a lot. Regroup a little bit, right? Go back to camp, hang out, talk about life. Um, and just kind of get in a better headspace, you know? Yeah. And, uh, then it's like, well, time to go back in there for the evening. You know what I mean? Hopefully that guy doesn't show up. Um, we were pretty sure he wasn't gonna because he, he already screwed up. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't even, he, maybe he saw us. That was another thing. We were like, well, I wonder if he saw us and that's why he left so early. Like, he saw us, like, down the canyon or something. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, man, I better get out of here or whatever. Because you could see, like, we're, like, looking at this bear getting shot at. So, um, anyways. So, we head in for the evening bear hunting. Uh, we get in there about 2 o'clock. Bear hunting is, like, very boring. <laughs> for, for, Until it's not. <laughs> for, for, like, 90% of the time. Yes. But, the, but like, for ten per, that 10%, it is just out of control. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what's addicting, right? So, so we're sitting there, and I've got about, I think it's 10 minutes of light, like, shooting light left. We have been sitting on this, this area for three hours at this yeah. point. Three, three and a half, something like that. All of a sudden, I look down and boom, he's right there. Just like naked eye, just like there he naked is. Naked eye. <laughs> he's he's just standing there out in the open. He was there the whole time. Yeah, we just couldn't see him because he was bedded down in some thick tree or something. Are you a new hunter, or even a guy with some miles under his boots who's still just trying to figure it out? I get it. I've been there. I'm an adult onset hunter who spent the last 15 years learning how to hunt. And so I wrote the book, How to Hunt, A Total Beginner's Guide to Hunting Big Game, as the resource I wish existed all those years ago when I first started. Whether you're planning to chase elk with your bow in the west, or you're hunting whitetails back east, this book will take you from knowing absolutely nothing to your first harvest. It's packed with hunting stories and plenty of those times where I royally screwed up so you can learn from my mistakes and feel better that you're not the only one. You'll leave with a sound strategy for hunting big game and have plenty of laughs along the way. Grab a copy today at latetothegameoutdoors.com slash howtohuntbook. So, as I, like, like, like I said before, it's like whoever sees it, you know, gets the opportunity. I spotted him this time. Yeah. So I got the, I was, I was on the rifle. So we get down and I'm like, man, if we get down to this area over here, we'll be sub 400 yards from you know, um, 
I'm not a sniper, so... Yeah, you're better than you give yourself credit for. <laughs> well, I, it, I I felt really good about sub 400 yards, you know? Yeah, I, um, as you should. I don't know if I've ever seen you miss steel no, I inside haven't. of that distance. No, I haven't, which is why I was like, I've never missed a steel at 400, so I'm like, that is like... If I can get there at least, I know I feel good about that. Yeah. So, uh, get down, get settled. Now I'm going to kind of do a little rewind on you <laughs> earlier in the year I had some misses um, oh yeah out in Idaho I missed two bears in Idaho I also missed a really nice mule deer in Utah with my bow and those I mean I still feel those those sting right but sure. but the lesson from those that I got was I just I wasn't taking enough time yeah. Like, like I wasn't like being like, hold on, take take two seconds here, <laughs> couple more breaths, <laughs> and, calm it down, and let's like make sure that you're steady, like don't rush into this. That was going through my mind the whole time when I was looking at this bear through my through my scope, and I would not pull that trigger until I felt really good. And finally, I got to the point where I was like, okay, now I, I finally feel steady. Okay, good. This bear is just bedded down, eating prickly pear fruit. Right across the canyon from us. No care in the world. I shoot. I hear Cody. Cody goes, he's done. I thought I missed. Because <laughs> okay. didn't, you didn't see him do anything? No, he didn't because <laughs> he was already laying down. Yeah. So it's like he didn't have anywhere to fall. So it was like basically what happened was he just stopped moving. Yeah. Like right away. So I was like, wait a minute. No, I missed. I think I missed. And just, and it's just like, right. It's like kind of like, I'm like, Oh, here we go again. Yeah. You know, like I'm missing again, you know? So I shot like two more times <laughs> at a dead bear, at a dead bear. <laughs> because you just I, wanted to be really sure because I thought I missed. And, and it turned out like the more we looked at him, it was like, I was like, wait a minute. We've been looking at this thing for like 15 minutes now into the dark and he's not moving. Yeah. He's clearly dead. <laughs> so, um, this area is is uh, really nasty. It's dangerous. Um, so, that time of year, October, uh, I felt really good with the temperatures. The temperatures are getting down like 40 degrees. I've done this before. Okay, it's not my first rodeo. Um, we left the bear overnight. Yeah. Uh, I knew he was going to be okay. It's going to be cold enough. Yeah. Um, going down traversing down into this canyon uh this particular canyon we had never been down into this particular canyon before um and most of it is cliffs yeah, you get bluffed out in a hurry so it was one of these things where it was like well you know what like if you if we could get to him quick that'd be one thing you know we go over and take care of him in the dark with this this isn't a good idea so we went back to camp my buddy drove up the next morning you know to come help us so we had three guys we started hiking in there at five in the morning all right in the dark with headlamps hiking in to after this bear we we didn't get back to i'm gonna fast forward here we didn't get back to the truck until 2 30. that's that's a long day um it was yeah like it was a grinder man it was it was yeah, that was, um, 
I was legitimately like, like I've talked to them about this before, but they they don't care. Like they're they're like, man, we'd do that again in a heartbeat. I was legitimately like worried about my friend's safety going into this area because it was and just like feeling bad like me making them do this, you know? Like <laughs> they, they chose to go like. Yeah, and and it's like you know you have to have a certain kind of personality to enjoy things like that. <laughs> yeah, but embrace the suffering. Yeah, for sure. But like. It was wicked. Like, it was wicked. We, like, we kept, like, not only do you, you like, can you, you can't just, like, walk across this canyon. You, you have to, like, make, like, a big loop and then, like, traverse down through bluffs and, like, oh, well, can't go this way. Gotta turn back. Go ahead and oh, yeah. do that with 70 pounds on your back or whatever. You know, it's like, man, it just took us forever. And we finally got down, you know, and I got up to the top on the other side and I just got super emotional, you know, because I like, I was so glad everybody was okay. Yeah. You know, granted, my buddy was dehydrated, like cramping and everything, like uh-huh. ran out of water. And, like, <laughs> I've been there yes. with you several times. Yeah. And it was like, but we got back to the truck, had a cooler full of water and Gatorade waiting for us. Um, I'll tell you what though, like when I got up to that bear, I was like, just, just in awe when I, when I walked up on him. A lot of times what happens with bears is there's like this ground shrinkage thing that happens. Yeah. Where like you shoot a bear and it's like, man, man, there's a big, huge bear in the binoculars and everything. You shoot him and and sometimes, you know, you get over there and it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> He's a bear. <laughs> this this bear was, I mean, we walked up on him and it was like, oh, dude, this thing's a gorilla. Oh, wow. You know, just the biggest, I, and I don't know, um, seriously, like, I don't know if I'll ever kill one that big again in my life. Wow. Just a, like, seriously, a bear of a lifetime, like a dream bear. Like, it was red boar, his claws were tinted pink Ooh. from eating all those prickly pear fruit. Oh, crazy. Okay. It was awesome, dude. And we, like, we were, he owned this little bowl, too, that he was in. Like, we, when we were coming down on top of him, we found, like, several just giant piles of bear scat just filled with prickly pear fruit. Uh, and giant, dude. Like, as big around as, like, a walk. If oh, you know, okay. If you, you know what a walk, if you, like, cook with a walk. Yeah. Like that big around. That's his head. No, 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 no. His scat. Oh, okay. That's how like large it was sitting on the ground, just like huge piles. But his head was—I mean, his head was giant, also, man. Like it was like the biggest I've ever been been in in front of. So, just a really cool hunt, man. And like I, after I got done with that, it was like, man, I got some really good friends. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been absolutely screwed if I was if I shot that bear and I was by myself oh dude well I mean three guys taking that long to get like yeah nine hours you would have made three trips trying yeah. to get that guy out of there yeah yeah it was ridiculous man so um and it was also one of those things where like another reason I got emotional man was like you look back on stuff that you do that's really hard um you realize you're not always going to be able to do that. Yeah. And 
for somebody that like for like me that like really enjoys you know doing hard things and like you know like that was that was a struggle fest for sure man it was rough but the next day all of us were like that was so awesome <laughs> you know like like we hated it in the moment because it was like it was this kind of this unknown thing it was like how are we going to get back to the truck yeah, <laughs> like, I don't it was know just like what are we doing it. here <laughs> um but uh yeah just like it was kind of like man you know you kind of you realize life isn't as long as you want it to be when you when you you know you do stuff like that so, anyways, there's, there's only so many bear seasons in a man's life. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So you gotta gotta live it up, you know. Do do all this really hard stuff while you can. And uh, for me, I just want to do this stuff as long as I can, just as long as I physically physically can do it. Not being able to do stuff like that terrifies me. Yeah. So that's I, man. What a what a somber note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no, on, hey, let's le- let's land on a positive note. Awesome, awesome, awesome hunt. Awesome, awesome bear. Um, I can't wait to get, like, the the hide back on him. Because it's just going to be, like, a giant. <laughs> just hang it up next to your other hides. and like Yeah, like, it just, yeah, that one, my wife has been telling me, she's like, you, you, you're going to have to start, like, selling your hides or whatever. Usually get a bear every year, you know. And uh, this one is not one I'll ever get rid of. There's just too many uh, memories associated with it. So yeah, no, that's a family heirloom right there. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't care about like numbers or records or anything, but like, did anyone measure his skull? Do you know like? Um. So yeah, just give like people a little bit of like a reference. Like I didn't like put like a tape on him or anything. Like I'm going to. He's at the tax service right now, but we guessed him at 21 and a half inches. Okay. His skull, which is absolutely giant. Yeah. Uh, for wow. people that don't know, like people, like when I brought it to the game and fish to check it in and the lady uh, that does all of our bear check-ins, she's like, this is the biggest bear I've ever checked in. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just a, just a big bear, man, you know, and that's, that's why he got big. He was sitting there by himself. He didn't have anyone else to compete with. He had all this food to himself, living in this ridiculous area. Yeah. No one's going to be stupid enough to come back here and mess yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's a couple of guys were stupid enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Dude, that's, I love that story. I hate that I wasn't there to watch it all unfold because oh, man. it's just amazing. Yeah, um, no, it, it, you would have... We would have loved to have you here. That would have been that would have been sweet. Who knows though, man? Maybe if you were there, we wouldn't have went into that area. We would have kept pushing into into the wilderness and keep going further back in there. We would have found more bears in there. Um, probably big ones too, but you know, that's just not how the situation laid out. So that's uh, that's that's all right. Called that's why it, called an audible. That's you gotta play the hand you're dealt and just make the best decision you can in the moment. Yeah. And, uh, and in this case, it, it totally worked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty awesome. Dude, well, uh, Senior Taco is just up the road. Yep. And we've got to wrap this up so yeah, that we is, can eat burritos. Here. Yeah. Uh, I My watch told me I burned 3,900 calories today. Yep. Uh, so I'm desperately wanting all the food. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, you've been on before. I'll put links to everything. But, like, 
where do you want to point people? Where can they find you, or, or what do you want them to know about? Yeah, 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 sure. So uh, I'm on all the social platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search "Dialed In Hunter," um, and, and I'll pop up. You can go to my website, dialedinhunter.com. Um, and then I also wrote a book called Becoming a Backpack Hunter. Um, you can pick that up on Amazon. Just search Becoming a Backpack Hunter and uh, it'll pop up. So, yeah. Yes. Go check that out. It's uh, just, I mean, great follow, great book, great, uh, just a great content creator and a superb hunter and an excellent gentleman. Uh, I will also, I'll put a link uh, to the film. I mean, the film turned out great of this hunt. Uh, so I'll make sure there's a link like straight to that film in here. If you guys want to go watch this all unfold, uh, watch him shoot. You can see in the footage, like the bear. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. He did get hit and just yeah, die yeah. immediately. Yeah. The first shot was like <laughs> absolutely perfect. Yes. Yeah. It's just like... it's in the moment through the scope. Like I totally get Yeah. Uh, how that happened. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for uh, listening and dealing with a little bit of road noise. Uh, but I just wanted desperately to get that story uh, out here. And uh, we'll have more to come soon. Uh, Josh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hunting Stories. And if you want to stay up on what we're doing with the podcast or anything else going on with Late to the Game, go ahead and check us out at latetothegameoutdoors.com. Or give us a follow on Instagram at Late to the Game Outdoors. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.